eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to WIP Morning Show. I wasn't ready. I'm 10 seconds early. You normally hit it right on the button. Right now it's 6 o'clock. You can go. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. I, uh, I asked somebody to introduce. I haven't seen Al much lately. Al's been off doing Late all the hockey. Nights. And I've, been, I've been, you know, I have my own new schedule here. Al, we're in the final days. So we got to spend time together. Why? Was, oh, we're going past? No, no. now we're going to Super Bowl, right? Is that true? No, I don't know where we're going. We oh. don't know where we're going. Oh. According to Steve Young, the Eagles haven't proven anything yet. <laughs> I'll get to that in a few minutes. The disrespect continues, Philadelphia. But I would like to start. Mm-hmm. I'm going to actually start because here's my premise. Here's where I want to start the show. And I realize it. By the way, our friend Marcus Hayes is here, fresh off a great column also, Al, oh. on ESPN. What's going on with uh, that and Jalen Hurts and all that stuff. But uh, I'm starting today because it occurred to me when we were talking to Nick Sirianni yesterday. Right. When I asked him about his father, because I, you know, I, I, I can't get him to talk about 12 and 1. All right. So I went, you know, I, I, what is your father telling you? Maybe he would say something I could get it from there. And yeah. then he did a great riff on the father. Oh. And then last night, Brandon Graham mm-hmm. on his show, and he will be on our show at 8 o'clock today, he did a riff on how different he was the first couple of years here. Mm-hmm. He blew people off for autographs. Oh, did he? He did. He was not the Brandon Graham you know now. He used to block people. Well, there was, remember, right? it was Earl Thomas. He, Everybody said they should have drafted. No, so, I understand. Yeah. But And then I realized, oh, my God, all these guys on the Eagles right now are really likable. Yes. I mean, more likable than 17. And you had Foles and, and uh, Doug Peters, all those guys. But uh, you also had a guy who uh, beat somebody allegedly in an assault with an umbrella. Oh, the beach umbrella. Nigel Brown. Nigel. Oh you God. had Jim Schwartz, who was a weekly uh, assault on the senses. Yeah. So I realized this is the most likable Philadelphia sports team we have had in our 35 years. Marcus, this is... For Al and I have been here at 35 years at WIP, this is the most likable team. Is it the most? You've been in this city 30 years, right? You've been doing this 30 years? 
Yeah, yeah. Is so, this the most likable? You're in that locker room. We're not. I, I was thinking about that. Yeah. By the way, Nigel Bradham was probably the most likable guy. He was. Not he had when, a bad yeah. moment. Not poolside. Not an umbrella. Or, or, or if you're going <laughs> through TSA with yes, your gun. Yes, with a gun. <laughs> with a gun, yeah. Oh, that's right. He yeah. had the gun. Yeah. Yeah. Went to the greatest but, uh, Jim Schwartz comment. Right, but you yeah, are yeah. the best source of this. Is this the most likable team you've covered? I got to tell you, man, I just came off a of Phillies run. Yeah, those Phillies. It, this is the no, combination no, that's that incredible. Got, that was a month. Oh, I don't that know. was one month. No, that he was, covered them was, all year. That oh, doesn't year, count. Yeah. They were barely above well, 500. No, after no. the managing change. And here's the thing. like This this team <laughs> no. has a yes. To oh, the man. They started with a, a really bad guy. Yeah, By far the most likable football team. All right, but fine. The, all right. The, the, but that yeah. baseball team went through some stuff and was right. likable on the other end. Well, uh, what I'm asking you today, and Rhea's the judge because mm-hmm. she's a, a native Philadelphian, who is the most mm. likable player in Philadelphia sports now or before? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Cover it all. And and you can't name- Mr. Personality. You cannot name, uh, you cannot name Randall Cunningham, and, and I won't let you name uh, Steve Carlton. Because <laughs> no, he was, not, a, he wouldn't win anyway. Good, all right. Because he is a miserable jerk. But he was a great pitcher. Yes, he's, he was. He's not. We talked but, to him recently. He's not miserable he's okay. anymore. Well, yeah. no, no, he's not. He's Eighty now. Yeah. He's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's when they're in their prime. Is that when you're not going to be miserable? Uh, that's what we're hoping for. <laughs> right back, around the corner. Back at home. All right, shut up. <laughs> anyway, let me just give you why I why I I love talking mm-hmm. about this team, and I love rooting for this team because they are so damn likable. And I, so Nick Sirianni's on. I led right with this out because he was talking about, at his news conference Sunday, he was talking about his dad and how his dad always gives input. Right. And uh, His dad, apparently, Al, is highly critical like we are. And here's what Nick said about that. Text me right after the game, good job, on to the next one. He don't care. He needs, yeah. he knows that we, we know that we got a job to do next week. So I was raised in this to with this stuff. And so he tells me it was a good game, tells me what I what we screwed up and then uh and then he says move on to the next one. It's you know, it's a short week. It's a week that you got to get ready for. So that's mm-hmm. where I get this stuff from. Well, it, it, and now all I could think as I heard that was mm-hmm. 14 years Andy Reid was here. Did he ever once share that little sliver of his personal life to anybody? No. Well, he Did he a, ever he give a, a damn enough about people to do it? Complicated personal life. Uh, yeah. Well, no. I, I I don't even know anything about his father. I don't know. I, don't I, know. I know a lot about Nick's father. Well, what I'm saying is, this guy is likable. Yeah. You want to root for him. Oh, yeah. You see him on the sideline going nuts, and you go, wow, that's us. He's Nick We're, from Delco. He's Nick from Delco. He really is. He's so, <laughs> it, it's cool to see that. And then uh, last night I was referencing this a minute ago with Brandon Graham on his show, right? And Brandon Graham was talking about how, and again, they share, they share their lives with the fans. This is great. And he's talking about how things weren't always this good. Listen. It's been times where I didn't like being in Philly because of how I was playing and what people were saying about me, all that stuff. And I was hiding, you know, being in the house all the time, not like when people ask for autographs, I just kind of waved them off. Like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good. It's like, no, nah, you know, you never know who you inspire. And so, and then I got a platform at that too. So, but I just try to spend that time, like give up, give up my time, especially if I know I got more than enough time to go do what I got to do. It's like, man, you just never know who's hurting in moments um, that they just, 
just looking for a little inspiration and me just smiling or just being who I am just made me, man, roll my sleeves up and, and get ready. How do you not root for Brandon Graham? You have to. He had three sacks at 34 years old. Yes. Yeah. 29 snaps out, three sna- sacks. Yeah. We're going to ask her about it at 8 o'clock. Well, they are managing his time well. <laughs> well, it seems to be the fewer snaps they get, the better these old guys. Fletcher? I do. Fletcher's playing well. Is more alive yeah. now because they're not out there as much. Uh, the big, beefy guys in the middle, they're not doing a hell of a lot, but they're giving the other guys mm-hmm. enough rest, so they're better. Mm-hmm. It's working. These guys are... Darius Slay. Do you enjoy uh, interviewing Darius Slay, Marcus? Whenever I can. Whenever you can, right? Oh, my God. Let me give you Darius a couple days ago. By the way, it's Slay. He goes by Slay. Oh, I'm sorry. No, Darius. Here's Slay. Slay Slay Al is talking about how he wouldn't mind switching over to wide receiver because he really likes Hurts and he would like to have even more glory. Listen to that. I almost like, all right, man, I'm going to go to receiver because I know Brooke can give me the ball on any time right now. I'm almost, I'm, I'm about almost retired as DB. I'm gonna go to receiver because I know if I'm going for 1500. Is that switching the receiver? Tonight, I'm calling coach tonight. We having a full conversation by night, coach. I'm going to receiver because I know I can get 1500 yards in five games. It hurts. Most likable team ever. <laughs> they're all fun. They're all they're into it. They're winning. It's it's such a beautiful time to be an Eagles fan. And I, I haven't even and I did mention AJ Brown. He's a character. Right, AJ Brown's not fun to talk to listen to. Mm-hmm. Mike Garofalo interviewed him after the game from NFL Network. He'll be on at nine o'clock today. Mike Garofalo will, not no. AJ. Right, and uh, all these other guys out. Uh, you look around, and they're all pretty damn likable. And I haven't even scratched the surface of the most likable part of this team, and it is the offensive line. Mm-hmm. which just sold out a Christmas album before it came out. Yep, That's Done. how popular these guys are. Ah, do I have to tell you my lot is a character? Oh. A rugby guy who uh, converted over. He's a monster now, and he sings like an angel. Yes. And then you got Lane Johnson. Let me tell you, I'm still kind of holding my breath because he went in the tent near the yeah. end of the game, but they say it's minor. Um, why don't I just play? Here's, here's Lane Johnson. I can't wow. picture John Great Runyon song. doing that. Can you picture Mike Mamula crooning like that? <laughs> I can't. I'm just trying to pick defensive ends out. Paul Jolovitz? Paul J- well, maybe Jolovitz, but he's not a defensive end. No. This is, I, come on. And then, I, you know, now I'll go to the main guy, the leader of the leaders, mm-hmm. Jason Kelsey. No. Right? You know, four years later, his song makes more sense now than it did at the, at the parade. Oh, yeah. Right, Joe, play a little bit of that. You're watching right now. Dispute it if you want. This is the most likable Philadelphia sports team in our 35 years. Certainly the most likable football team. I was even looking back before that. Right? Yeah. And I was going, well, 80 was a pretty, a lot of real characters there. Tug McGraw, those guys. Oh, no, they But were. Schmitty wasn't, he wasn't a fan favorite. He wasn't loved then. No. Remember that? 
Uh, Carlton was a pure jerk. The closest I could come was the Flyers of the 70s. Well, that's before we because were Because you have Perron. No, but I'm just saying before. I'm trying to find any team in the history of this city that's as likable as this 12-1 and football team. And I wasn't here for that, so you could tell me yeah, out there. Yeah, that's a, that's a long time that's ago. That's a lot yeah. of likable people. Yeah. When you walk, here's the real test. Marcus, when you work in that locker room, mm-hmm. anybody you're worried about the want to avoid because he's just going to be nasty to you? Hmm, that's a good question. Anyone? Because there's always a couple of guys. They got 53 guys in there, plus the coaches. Anyone? Mm. I really can't. You know what? Isaac Sayamalu. Isaac Sayamalu. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> How dare he? And honestly, wow. and here's the kicker. If he's in a good mood, he's the best quote of the five. Oh, yeah. He's really, really, really smart. But he's not always in a good mood. Maybe it's he's you. He's just not interested. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably us more than me, but yeah. you, right. you have a point. But no, he's uh, he, he's rarely interested in engaging, period. That's just who he All is. Right. Okay. But that's not terrible. No. Uh, he's not hitting anybody with an umbrella. He's not- <laughs> <laughs> Here are your numbers. I uh, jump on. I got, wow, this is great. One of the very first. Trey Turner Phillies jerseys. Mm-hmm. Would you love that? We talked to him last week. He seemed like a nice guy, too. I also got tickets to this show, which sounds great. Lincoln Financial Field in June. It's uh, Billy Joel and Stevie Nicks. I can't, I will, uh, can't believe that. Is that, that a great cool. show? Yeah. I got a $50 Visa gift card, and I got a Hertz name and number T-shirt. I got four prizes today. We're here, what you're going to do is you're going to name somebody the, that you think was the most likable Philadelphia sports figure. Hmm. Rhea's going to weigh them all, yes. and at the end, she's going to hand out the four nice. top ones. All right, that's the way that's going to work. And we're going to start today in Allentown with Zachary. Hi, Zach. Hey, morning, crew. How you doing? Zach, do you like this team more than any you've uh, rooted for prior to this? I love this team, guys. This team is the most likable team I have ever watched. Since I became a sports fan when I was five years old. Isn't it beautiful to have players that you could actually like as people as well as players? It's amazing to watch. It's uh, great. Especially with all the charity work that they do. They don't care for themselves. They only care about their community. They care about their teammates. They care about everyone else. They don't care about... I'm losing uh, you, Zachary. Zach, I would have put you back on hold to see if you clear up. You may notice in that whole riff I did, I did not bring up Hertz. Right. Well, he's cool. Now, here's the thing about Hertz. And again, you talk to him all the time, Marcus. Mm-hmm. Hertz does not come across as highly affable. But he also is a guy you can root for because he's so focused, so clear in the goal. And I love that about him. So he's not giving me personality, but he's giving me performance. And he might be the most Philadelphian of them. Yeah. <laughs> In what way? Because you don't expect... He's kind of the underdog with the chip on his shoulder even when yeah. in his finest hour. And he's very, very serious. Philadelphians aren't particularly affable. No, I know, but really? he is not. <laughs> uh, even like uh, when, uh, you know, the Kurds doubt it all, he's still not like a laugh. He's not laughing. They love him in that building, I will tell you that. Because they, he's a leader. No, but yeah, because of all, all everything, the way he is with people. Right. And, and the and the fact that there is no there is no work that he doesn't do. He, yeah, he loves to, he, he actually loves, to, loves work. to work. He loves to work. That's hard to fight. Zach is bad. Let's try this now. Zach, are you better now? 
Yes, can you hear me? Yes, uh, give me the biggest point you wanted to make in this phone call. So, I found a reason to be upset at the game on Sunday. Oh, what was that? The turf. Ah, the turf. Yep. The turf probably. Rhea, uh, uh, Al, Rhea uh, went back to the Sippus run down the sideline, and she was able to determine that his cleats got stuck in the fake turf. Oh, and that that was and and it has they been hate a that major turf issue. Up there. They, um, the, they're the they're guy, pulling it out. Yeah, the, the Giants don't like it. The Jets don't like it. A lot of players have had season-ending injuries on that turf, but yeah. they're not replacing it with real grass. They're replacing it with a different kind of turf. See, I, I, I'm not sure that's the right thing to do. But Zach, that is a valid complaint because we did lose our punter. And uh, they right away found another punter who's been on the Pro Bowl three times. Yep. So they figured that Brett Kern, he is his name is, and he'll be there for maybe the rest of the year. No one knows exactly how serious the Sippus injury is. Uh, we also lost uh, Kyron Johnson and Reed Blankenship. Yeah. Now, we don't know if the turf directly affected those, but it's valid. Zach, I like it. Zach, most likable Philly uh, sports figure ever. I'm going to go with Mike Schmidt. Mike Schmidt will huh? not win. <laughs> they couldn't even sell hoagies. <laughs> Mike Schmidt. I'll put him on. No, no Mike Schmidt. Tremendous player. Maybe yeah. the greatest player. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but not likable. Much He'll likable tell you now. he wasn't. Like, very likable Oh, no, now, now he's yeah. fine. Yeah. But Mike will tell you, Al, that he was too serious and too combative. Oh, he was just he was, he was brilliant. I love talking no, to I Mike know he was. about baseball. Intelligent. But, my God, he was just he was awkward. Oh, yeah, yes, he was that's awkward. a good word, Al. Yeah. I never could relate to awkward people. <laughs> 215 592. Shut up, Al. 215 592 9494.